When I was young, something happened to me. Stop saying that. Who are you talking to? Gabriel. Is he your imaginary friend? He's back. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sounds like some bad movie. All right. Ugh. Halloween Ooh. is upon us. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, um, uh, <clears throat> here we are. Uh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> uh. Movie Sucktastic. The day before the beginning of Octoberween, and uh, we've already started with the horror films because we'll be reviewing *Malignant*. You're, can I say your a video? Very, um, polarizing horror film. Your video is pretty terrible. Sorry. My my video. Yeah. I hate to be a, a downer to start the show. I don't, but... I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay. But but everyone that loves you cares. I care. I care. I already unplugged the camera and and plugged it back in before I started, so it's okay. It working better on my I don't know. It's okay. We will move on. Deal with. We will, <laughs> deal, yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're <clears throat> we're. I wanted to review *Malignant* because I wanted to watch *Malignant* because I, I didn't dive into any discussions because I avoid that like the plague these days when it comes to films. Right. Um, but uh, I saw headlines and comments back and forth that apparently showed that people were either loved it or hated it. Yeah, there was, there was this huge. There was this huge parallel. I, 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 I don't understand. I mean, you know, you get that sometimes. You get where you, people love it or people hate it, and there's usually no in between. And you're right, this was one of those films. I don't understand why... Well, I don't want to say I don't understand why people hated it. I know why by, why some people hated it, and they're wrong. <laughs> they're like... Well, they're they're like what I wrong. like... They're like... Uh, they are what I like to call wrong. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say they're wrong as much as I would say is I can see why some people hate it, but I feel like they're... Um, 
they're harping too much on too little. Yeah, I mean, come, when, uh, you, come, when you when you look at the genre as a whole, we're talking horror. I mean, I know there was a lot of hype behind this film because it's James Wan and everything else, and and I think it, some of it lived up to that hype. But I just feel I like it's so one of those things where everybody was expecting something extraordinary, and uh, it, it, people get bored quickly around here these days i feel like oh, I feel like everybody's uh, impatient for like the next perfect thing well here's the problem uh attention spans statistically are way down because when you're given things where you're getting instant gratification no matter where it comes from it, it just like world yeah people do not have the patience anymore and what they honestly need to do is they need to shut all of that shit off and just go back to a simpler time when it comes to things like movies I, and music and anything of that nature because you, you don't always get instant gratification. I personally would also say, and I know we're going more into like social political um, theory here, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I personally think part of it is that every uh, everybody as a whole is a, easier to anger these days, My myself included. Yeah, well, I had my troubles. Yeah. Um, everything is going fucking insane, and even the people that are making it insane, like feel feel like they're the the ones in trouble. So even right. they're losing it. So everybody's just fucking on on the edge. I feel like, and and I've actually been battling that weight lately. Uh, so I feel like, I just feel like a lot of people are just ready to. All right, I now I have this film. That's it. Everybody <laughs> needs something to put all this anger and energy into, and they just they just always pick films for the stupidest reasons. Yeah, no, you're right, and I know there there was a lot. You're right, there was a lot of hype going into this film, and I think you are right. I think it did hit on a lot of that hype. Um, I'm just right off the bat. I'm going to just say I actually thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I mean, it's yeah, not so actually, a it's not a perfect horror film by any means. But it is insanely entertaining. I, I watched it my, alone, and I wanted to get Holly to watch it with me before we did the show so I could report her reactions, because I don't know if she's going to like this film or hate it. Her, <laughs> wait, you, wait, you watched it before? Godzilla. Well, hold on. You watched what? it before we watched it together? No, that's what I meant. We wa- you oh, 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 because you said you watched it alone. Okay. Hey, they don't know. They don't care. Well, we could tell them that. Plex has an amazing feature after, called Watch after, Together. Yeah, after yeah, we watched it online together, and after we watched it, I wanted to get Holly to watch it to get her reactions because that, ever since King Kong versus Godzilla, she's a little unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, that was you know? even me. I'm like, well, what? <laughs> I was, I was like, hey, they're showing them beat each other up. That's what I signed up for. What's the? Yeah. She's like, oh, this is horrible. Whoa. That's still is. Very, very unusual. Yeah. So yeah. I'm waiting. I want to. This one will either put her over the edge or she'll love it. Uh I can't uh, wait. Well, let's. I, I can't wait to hear her reaction. <clears throat> yeah, but let's explain why. So the film opens up, um, <clears throat> kind of a um, seven, seven feel to the opening credits, like a little nine inch, you know. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's very artistic. You know it. Well, the film opens up first, straight to the movie. And then cuts away from there into the seven style opening, right? Um, but so yeah, the opening of the film really gave me flashbacks to Patrick, and I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> bum bum. But you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got I 
I, I, I swear when it comes to female actresses, I have like a semi-face um, blindness. Because I, you'll, you, you can tell, you can, I kept asking you throughout the film, which woman is this? Because they all are brunettes. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm like, who's this one? I don't, where was that? We saw her there. Where? I, I have a clue. They all look the same. <laughs> it's an illness. But uh, it, that kept throwing me off in the film because they, they kept cutting around too. Um, which works to the film's benefit as a whole. But anyway, yeah, so it opens up at the hospital, and, this, and uh, uh, there's something in a room. It kills some people. They subdue it, and then they cut out the cancer. <laughs> she says, I think, it, I think it's time to cut out the cancer. Cut out the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from that, it all goes into the seven-style uh, credits, which involves, like... You see, like a like a surgery that's happening of some kind, and it's it's almost like, it, it is it like an alien? Um, is it something supernatural? Is it both? Is it like you don't know what it is? You just know that it's the opening's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so after that, we we meet this um, nurse. Uh, yeah. I think she's working as a nurse. A little foggy on that. It's not really impertinent to the story. But anyway, um, basically, there's this meek uh, pregnant nurse with an abusive boyfriend who immediately smashes her head up against the wall. Yeah. He, and sleeps um, on the couch. Yeah, she's she was ready to go into work. And he's watching TV. And he tells her that don't go in, just relax. And then he tells her, how many babies do I have to see? die inside of you and it's like oh shit wow <laughs> like right to the point <laughs> and then you know then he uh he she like tries to leave and he grabs her and he smashes her head into the the plaster it's an old house i've owned an old house now, it's plaster it's basically cement because if it was sheetrock her head wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been that bad now before we go any further yes I want to discuss things as they come up. You know, mm. We go linearly. So I want to. We don't normally do this, but I want to give a huge spoiler alert because we are going to completely ruin this film for you if you have not seen it. Okay. So I just want to put it out now. Yeah. Right, so, the in hindsight, the first thing I find interesting is that the film foreshadows the fact that uh, Madison. Ooh. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I have it in front of me. I'll tell you right now. I think it's Madison. Madison. Uh, you know, Emily yes. was the uh, real name. Yes, Madison. Thank you. Madison. And her Nailed sister's it. name was Sydney. Right. So um, so what I find interesting is they already first shared the fact that Madison is the the killer because if you, you – you, it's really – I only really noticed it because I was freeze-framing to get some screenshots for the slides for tonight's show – is that when when the boyfriend's attacked, his head is slammed against the wall. Oh. Hello. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. It previously, like so two minutes earlier. Blue. Okay. Yeah. It, it's a quick. It's a quick flash. But the first time I thought he was stabbed, mm -hmm. and then they show afterwards. I mean, it was that quick. But you go back and look at it. It's really the hand pushing the head into the wall. That's what happens with the broken neck. Beautiful, beautiful shots. You can tell this is this guy's. You know. Uh, part of the Saw series. He really knows how to shoot uh, well, and, violence, so it looks beautiful. And, and, and real quick, um, when Scott and I were watching I this movie, oh. what's, what's that? 
I thought I messed up James Wan or something like that. Oh, no, no, no. No, I was going to say you talked about it being shot beautifully. Um, real quick before we continue, there is so much, you know, homage. There is so much inspiration that he has obviously oh. had watching horror films his whole life from Argento yeah. to Sam Raimi to. Uh, anything it, it, giallo just let's say just giallo just the music alone and and some of the overhead shots and uh the the pan shots i mean it's just like maniac cop and it's just all <laughs> over the place with just all the cool stuff that he because he, he's our age like gr grew up watching you know this is a film that definitely makes you recall other films and i think some people are leaning on that saying that it's like i haven't actually any heard heard any major arguments of this nature but i can only assume that some people are falling back in that saying oh this is not even original it's rip off of this that and that so no it's inspired by and informed by and and you know and it doesn't hide that fact too that's the important part i i loved that the fact that it was taking little like tarantino's been doing it for years just taking yeah. bits and pieces of what he's grown up with and what he, he finds cool and it works and he's gotten shit for it and he has gotten shit for it but you yeah, know what so, you know i'm not buying into the bullshit Right. <clears throat> so, so her boyfriend's killed. Mm-hmm. Shock of shocks. Actually, um, I think it's her husband. I think they are husband, married. I'm sorry, yeah. husband. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. You know, he, he's only in the film for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a, a, um, a, you know, an abusive relationship. Yeah, or used to be. He's clean now, but he has those right. moments of anger where he smashes women's heads against the wall. Like a piece of so, garbage <laughs> that he is. So, so when she's in the home alone, she starts having these visions. Yes. Of murders that are taking place. Mm -hmm. And when she starts seeing these visions, she's not teleported, but her line of sight, her POV changes, and you see it on screen. Very similar to um, the dead zone. The, right, exactly. That's a, a, I would use. You know what? I I'm sure there I, are dozens of others. The second you said it, I'm like, shit. You're right. That's another movie. You know, 1983, I believe. I'm filing on all cylinders, baby. Let's keep going. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so yeah, it's just the room changes, and now she's transported into the room of where the person that's go going to be and then the murdered. Because then right, you the you, st you start to you start because the movie changes a bunch of times. It's like, is this an alien film? Is this mm -hmm. a ghost movie? Is this a psychic movie? Because you know she can. It's like, can she see, you know, uh, psychically what's happening? You know, it's like it, it, the movie changes all around, and then you get to the climax, and then you realize it's something else entirely. Which oh, uh, Castle Freak. That's another film. Absolutely. Just because of the the monster uh, I've uh, never views. seen Castle Freak. I've I've seen most of it. It was like one of those okay. Cinemax late night, and just uh -huh. the way the Castle Freak is in the castle, running around. You know, it's all kind of like all messed up, scarred, faces all screwed up. I I, I get the feeling that there was a little you know a little homage to Castle Freak by the the way. The uh, the monster or whatever you want to call it in this film looks and acts like, especially right. just them running around like tall buildings and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. 
<clears throat> so now also a lot of these scenes involve mirrors. There's a lot of mirror activity going on in the film mm-hmm. because duality uh, is a big part of the film. Obviously, for those of us who already know how it ends. Um, <laughs> so a lot of a lot of sh- scenes with mirrors or her and her shadow are just a lot of double imagery going on. Um, right. Not as well. You hold on real as, quick. You want to talk about ruining the film? It's ruined in the slides. It's yeah, absolutely. Oh no! A, that's why I said. Yeah. That's why I said I, I've ruined everything in the slides. You can't. Some of the best stuff is the spoiler stuff. This is true. This is absolutely. Yeah, he, that's he, why I said right up front. If you're dumb enough to watch something that's going to review of something you haven't seen, I made sure we said something beforehand. It's on the jail s- scene with all the women. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Look, we're, we're, we'll get there quickly. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so what I wanted to point out was is that so that first scene where the doctor is right. killed. While she's watching, um, she he grabs that uh, award. Oh right, right. Which which you can actually see in the background in the opening scene while she's filming her video diary. Okay, it's on the desk behind her. So he grabs, takes that, and it's it's this long. You know, they have a clo- they have a nice Dario Argento. I'm glad you mentioned that. Like shot of, of like the the, uh, the on its side with the blade, and then she's crawling past it. It's like, oh. You know, like oh that's and immediately like, that's going into somebody real quick, you know it. And and then at the last minute, they they cut to the killing and he's beating the fuck out of her head with the base of it. Yeah, uh, yes. And I'm like, dude, dude, it's a fucking dagger. So I'm like, this is fucking stupid. But then I, later on, you realize you got to do that because you, otherwise you could have too much slashing in this film. So let's break it up a little bit. <laughs> let's give it a little, little something. Yeah. Blunt, little something extra. Right, and during that first, that first murder, we don't really get a, a lot of it, but you 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 do notice that the killer is moving a bit awkwardly, but you're not really getting the full effect yet. You know what? Right, that is Zoe Bell. That is the New Zealand stunt woman. That is Zoe Bell. Yes, it is. Holy shit. I'm like, she I, looks I, just like, like the New Zealand... I couldn't remember her name, but... And you're like, no. And I'm like, well, she doesn't look as right. pretty as she normally does. All right. But that all is right. fucking Zoe Bell. I'm, all right, we got to stop now because I want to wait until we get to that part of the film. Okay. Because, my God, we got to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so she witnesses that murder, and then, uh, I mean... I mean, not much happens before the next murder, right? They don't tell the cops until after the second murder. Um... Right, because that's when the yeah, happens. because yeah, so the, the reveal second. of her possibly being psychic uh, doesn't yeah. come up until the second one. Because then it happens a second time. She's like, "Fuck, well, that's, I got to tell somebody." That's when they go to the police, who we meet after the first murder, and it immediately it's one of those introductions where yeah, we're going to be seeing these guys all through the film. We, you know, <laughs> you know, it's it's like the Mulder looking male cop, and then you got the uh, the I don't know what actress to compare it to, like the black dread. Um, Poofy hair. Uh, oh, we, are you thinking like uh, like Pam Greer or something? Yeah, Pam Greer, perfect, perfect example. Okay. Um, and then, and then there's the uh, the uh, ghoulish but nerdy uh, assistant who's who's has a huge crush on the lead act. It's like like okay, this is all this <laughs> humor to, for the background. I get it. We're we're all in. We know what we're playing here. Let's just have fun, you know. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. So so after the second murder. Uh, where where he starts using the blade and slashes, his, but he's like just stabs this guy's face. He fucks this guy's face to get death with a dagger, uh, with the with the thing, 
and uh, she notices that Silver Cup's in the background. So, which Silver Cup is a, a movie studio? Oh, um, um, the Silver Cup. It I can see it, but I don't. I don't know. I can't. I, you might remember that Silver Cup is also the top of the building where the Highlander fight <laughs> takes place. <laughs> I don't remember. So that. yes, Silver Cup. Yes. Silver. Uh, <laughs> so. It's not even a reference to Highlander. It's just Silver Cup. It's a film thing. Um, anyway, so yeah. So after that, they go to the cops, and the cops are like, "You're not fucking psychic. Fuck off with this shit." Um, yeah, she's she's saying it from the beginning. Um, and then the the tour guide. Meanwhile, meanwhile yeah. the tour guide meanwhile. is kidnapped and not killed. Well, 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 you you don't know yet. And then it it pans to a shot of her tied up in a large structure. Of some kind, and I called it immediately. I'm like, that's Madison's attic. I'm like, whether or not you think she's doing it or not, I'm like, that's her fucking attic. There's no way. Because the fan, the exhaust fan, to let out all the heat in the attic is gigantic, and it's a super tall house. And I'm like, that's that's her fucking attic. I called that immediately. I knew it was an attic. But I was like, that's such a huge fan. It can't be your house. But I didn't really pay it much mind because I, I knew they'd reveal it, so I was okay with it. Back up just a second. Yes. Um, so the 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 uh, tour guide mm-hmm. for Underground Seattle, which is actually a real thing. Uh, and by the way, the whole since we also have a chase scene later that takes place in the Underground Seattle, which, which is the whole idea that Seattle built this new city on top of the old one, and it's just underneath buried. Uh huh. And how is that a reference to uh, Madison and her problem? You see? Oh, yes. The buried, you know, like buried beneath just, the surface, but it's still there. Put it deep down and yeah. for, forget so it ever there's happened. A lot of, there's a lot of clues and metaphors heading towards the conclusion. I just wanted to point that out. but, but Especially because of the reveal the, of the tour guide. So, Right, so the tour guide... Um, but we never so the tour guide is kidnapped, and we have no idea why they're keeping it a secret. And you're, you immediately know they're going to yank her chain on that one. So we'll just we'll just stay and buy. Um, then uh, the third murder happens. I want to say. Yeah, one of the other doctors or um, the bathtub guy. That's that's another doctor. Yeah, yeah. She, I'm she, saying she, the bathtub guy. Yeah. There, there's uh, four involved altogether as far as uh, doctors. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. One, so two, the third, there's at least three. There's at least three for a fact. Right. I want to say well, there's the a third, fourth. The third? But I don't think so. Now that I think about it, I don't think there's a fourth. I think it's three doctors. So the third killing is the bathtub doctor. No, that, I believe that's the second killing, isn't it? No, it's the third killing. The second one was Silver Cup. We just passed that. Keep with me, bro. <laughs> Keep with uh, <laughs> Keep up. Um, okay. um, no, we're on the third killing, and at this point, this is this is the third killing that um, the uh, cop actually figures out, and uh, that that there's that the, somebody's killing off these doctors uh, through right. his research. So he goes there, and he actually is at the murder, and he's attacked by the killer. And again, there's more. There's I, I, I it's one of the screenshots because I love it. Um, oh, the shot of the uh, mirror. They show him. Yeah, the shot in the mirror with the pans, and it shows the kill in the mirror like up in the corner of that room night beautiful shot yeah <clears throat> so he has a fight with it and you notice you notice very clearly in this scene that the person moves very bizarrely yeah almost um 
again, I was getting like Castle Freak out of the movement, but it was like you get the the sense that that it's limbs. I said and, to you, is he running backwards? Yeah, and, and I said at yeah. the time, I'm like, you know, I maybe um, it, but of course, the, the opening of the film shows this deformed, um, like kind of weirdly shaped body, and you get the general idea of it's a possibility that that grew up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm playing and that's, with the idea at this point. Yeah, and that's why yeah. it's moving so so weirdly. Yeah, so at this point, I'm playing with the idea, yeah, maybe it's her. I don't know. We'll see how this plays out. Um, so then the next day, the cops go to her and say, hey, listen, we're having all this trouble here. Let's figure things out. And they bring in a psychic as well yeah. to do some regression. And that's when we find out that she has an imaginary friend. An imaginary friend named um, Gabriel. Gabriel, correct. Which at that point I was like, hmm, that's an arch- archangel named uh, Gabriel, I believe. I'm pretty sure that I'm right with that. That there was an archangel named Gabriel. Yeah, no, yeah, yes, Gabriel, yes, that's the main one, I'm pretty sure. But what was... I'm a heathen, I, I'm a heathen, so as best of my knowledge, that's the main angel. And my thing is, uh-huh. every every archangel had its, like, a job, you know? Um, so, let's see, what was Arch- what's Gabriel's? Well, well, I don't care about that, so I'm going to Well, no, 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 I'm just saying, it's <laughs> like, uh... No, I was just going to keep... keep talking while you look it up so there's not silence while you look for it that's oh, right. all i'm saying um uh, uh so when they they reveal these uh this i was it a hypnosis i was pretty sure it was hypnosis right because she came out of it she did violently yeah, that was hypnosis. <laughs> violently <clears throat> anyway uh, <laughs> what she came out of it what violently they had to like violently. stop it like like immediately because yeah something was going on so now we're thinking it's all psychological and maybe she's got a split personality. There's mm-hmm. something, you know, definitely hinting at that whenever you have a, uh, it's either that or demon demons. Whenever you have a, uh, yeah. Imaginary friend who starts throwing shit across the room. That's, that's the only two options, split personality or demon. That's it. Um, so, but at the end of this whole conversation, uh, a, a woman crashes through the ceiling of the, of the, of the living room. That, right. Exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the chick that was tied up in the attic. She cuts herself three falls down. It is her house. And I'm so like, and I was like, I knew it. As she should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a conference. All right. Now, and now we know where this is going, 100%. We, we know where this is going. The only question is, how far are we going with the split personality thing? Right. We don't know that yet. They've been hinting at it, but nothing real. So, But then it all comes to a head because uh, Madison's sister... Uh, um, Well, it says oh, here, Gabriel Arch, the, the Archangel Archangel Gabriel announced to the Virgin Mary that she had been chosen to bear the Son of God. Well, which, go. which is right there. I mean, that's a metaphor in itself. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's um, living so, uh, in inside of her. So you have this uh, bearing the Son of God aspect right there that her and him are connected uh, completely and that he is God. 
because he's in right. control. So, yes. um, the sister, uh, Sydney, mm-hmm. she goes to the uh, hospital where the opening scene took place, this huge uh, hospital on top of a, a mountain cliff. And I, I, I saw a few people complain about this, and I got to admit, we both had the same reaction. When she parks that car right on the edge of that cliff, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Who the fuck's parking their car like that? Nobody. But it looked cool. And, like right. the shot with the moon so, in the background and, and it, the angle of everything. It just it looked cool. But it's yeah, it, it's less practical than someone finding a spot in front of the building they need to in a major metropolitan city. Thank you. And, so. and people harp on this. They're like, oh, it's so bad. It's funny when that happens. Like, yeah, it's kind of snicker, snicker amusing. But it's for the fucking setup. This whole dramatic you know the cliff this is a drop off where she's going there's you know this is really the cliff of the story right i mean go along with it stop being such a dick (laughs) you know yeah i chuckled but it's still a great yeah we both were like like as much as you can look at each other as if you were sitting next to each other like what the fuck why is she parking here (laughs) if i and then we moved on yeah, if Holly and I were in that car and I was driving and I parked that close to the cliff, she would beat me to death before she dragged my body into the back seat and backed up the car. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I definitely. But but again, we're not dealing with a real. This is a horror film. And I, I always find it funny when people. I mean, we, we had a mutual friend who oh, who pissed and moaned about um, uh, Independence Day. I always bring that up because his big complaint was like, oh, yeah. So, so. Uh, so Will Smith flies out and he finds his, his wife in the middle of, you know, this, this wreckage. And I'm like, all right, hold on. So you're okay with the alien invasion. <laughs> but this is where you start pick, you know, pulling hairs. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> Get some priorities going. I remember that. So yeah, I, I think, I think this is one of those things that's brought up a lot for people that are uh, trashing the film. And I, I think it's kind of deserved, but not really. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, while she's in the hospital, she finds these videotapes, which explains the opening. I thought it was on the second viewing. I, I was like, it's, why is the opening like a videotape again? Because it's not really. But then it's because the big reveals take place in videotapes, uh, interviews from the 80s. Uh, 90s. 92. 92. Yeah, yeah I'm still the fucking ti- The time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still like, that's last week. What are you talking about? 92. It wasn't that long mm-hmm. ago. I, I'm saying in my mind, it's like I have no real concept of time. Right. We've, we've discussed this. Mm. Yes. But, um, I, yes. So why and why she's doing that? The cops are trying to are tracking down leads, and um, uh, Officer Lee, that's the uh, the Mulder looking guy. He he, uh, I forget how he bumps into the killer again. Um, he gets a lead. She because she's talking about, um, she's talking about the the, the one doctor, like she has like a vision or something. Like a dream that he was going oh, to yeah, die, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she gives him the lead, and he goes there. Right. And of course, Gabriel is already there, has already right. killed the doctor. When, and that's when that whole chase sequence under Seattle happens again. Yes, I love it when they show these things with like horse and buggies there. It's like, dude, you know how much that would go for on like the antique road show? Why is this stuff the shit is sitting down here? It's just because the tour guide was like, yeah, and a lot of this stuff is still down here. Yeah, like, uh-huh. why? Yeah, why? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> and it's all like dirty and covered in cobwebs and stuff so if you're gonna keep the old shit make it a museum what are you fucking what is seattle doing they're too busy they're fucking coffee and and uh 
grunge bands or whatever. Grunge. <laughs> I'm just trying to show how old I am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so as expected, Madison ends up in prison, and so all this discovery is happening while she's in prison. And then we get the big climax where they're watching the videotapes. Uh, Sydney's watching the videotapes with her mother because Madison's adopted. We didn't mention that. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it, it was it was about as big a reveal by us as it was in the movie. Oh, they reveal it early in the film, too. Yeah, they so do. They and then the when film. they bring it up to the mom, what's interesting about when it's brought up to the mom, the mom wasn't like, oh, my God, how did you know? Or why did you told her? Or it's just like, uh, yeah, it was very nonchalant. Yeah. Well, I mean, as it should be. Um, but uh, so so as they were watching the video tapes, it's revealed that uh, Madison was born was actually Emily and she was born with a conjoined twin on the on her back so it's got the face and the uh, rib cage and and uh, little little arms <laughs> and it's psychic it has psychic abilities too yeah so Go figure. in the beginning well, not, not psychic but, um uh, they have psychic i don't know if there's a specific term for that type of telekinesis but it has a telekinesis where um they can they can uh gabriel can affect um electricity and radio waves and things of that nature things right of oh and magnetic. you're right and and that's how gabriel talks that's the only right. way you can hear his voice is that way and now that so. we know who gabriel is you flash back to the beginning during that fight in the hospital and there's a scene where like the voice comes through the radio and then he's like my god he's communicating he's thinking Oh, we, he's trans. What was it? Is he transmitting his thoughts? <laughs> he's, he's using the radio signals just in case we missed it. That's what was happening. Well, yeah, because so, the one, the orderly, uh, he comes running in. He's escaped again. Yeah. <laughs> and then they they do the shot where she says, you know, just gonna cut the cancer out, and all you can see is this alien like like being slash body just moving around, and then it cuts to the credits. So right. you think that's just a standalone? That's you don't know yet that that is a conjoined twin. I, I want to also point out at this exact moment. Speaking of the opening sequence, the more I watch this film second time now, um, the opening sequence I think is almost a parody. In in the sense, if you like how it's over top of it, and she's like, "All right, let's cut this cancer out." When we see the videotape later of the operation, she's like, "Calm's like, all right, let's cut this." Let's cut this out. And I almost <laughs> it's like like that didn't happen. And I almost have right. a feeling it's in a subtle way. I feel like it's James Wan taking the oh, bef- the pre credit sequence to say, all right, this is how this film would have been in the eighties. Um, or early nineties, you know, sure. Like you know, like or, Reanimator, 90s, yeah. Reanimator style, this, sure. This is the Which kind is of another attempt. homage, Reanimator. Yes, I mean, he showed. I don't. I don't think it's an homage. I think it's a it's a statement at the beginning. I think it's a statement of James Wan saying, look, here's the kind of schlocky stuff we would have done 20 years ago. You're going to be so happy that you're not watching this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's, it's all, it's all very cliche. It's, 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 you know, you know what's happening and everything. And it's like the, the acting is not, again, the acting is over the top. That last line, let's cut this cancer out. It's like, dude, come on. What are you, Sigourney Weaver? And I think he did that on purpose to prepare so the contrast of the film is like, oh, this is very subdued and serious, and people are dying. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it, there, there's no other way to explain it. I can't think. Of, give me a different explanation that explains why the opening's like that. I'll take it. But that's my explanation. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I want to agree with you. I, I, I think the, the beginning was over the top for that very reason. What's funny, you said 20 years ago. Saw is almost 20 years old at this point. So, uh, That's why I said that, yeah. Well, no, it's like this is what we would have been making 20 years ago. And I think 30 is probably yeah. more accurate. Come on. Fine, fine. Like, what was, uh, what was that one film? It was around remember, 30. Remember when I said I have no concept of time? I know, I know. Uh, Dr. Oh, Giggles. Yeah. Remember Dr. Giggles? Yeah, I remember Dr. Giggles. <laughs> yeah, so that was What's-His-Face from Dark Man. Uh, uh, yeah. So, um, but the thing is, it's like Dr. Giggles is the, the shit that, that they be, you know was being made around 30 years ago. You know, yeah. stuff like right, that. That's, that's my point. It is, yeah. It's a good point. Now that we got the date right. All right, so so that leads us to the jail scene. The jail scene. Oh <laughs> man, there's so many things I love about this jail scene. First of all, it's like your typical fucking Hollywood jail cell with nothing but badass prostitutes and thugs. Yeah, and it's that's just, and that's on like, purpose. It's absolutely on purpose. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, so like in any Hollywood prison uh, jail cell, not prison jail cell. A holding tank, even. Yeah, these are the dregs um, that have been brought in throughout the evening. She, 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 she's she's suspected of a triple murder, and she's in like general population. I guess I don't know how prisons work or jails work. Anyway, that's how um, it works so, in so Hollywood. Start, <laughs> yeah, so so immediately they all, uh, these these tough chicks, including Zoe Bell. Zoe Bell. Um, a scorpion. That's yeah. She has a name, I guess, because of the tattoo on her neck. Yeah. <laughs> I and I. I tell you right now, Zoe Bell stole this fucking movie. <laughs> I've seen memes all over the place just with her screaming, what the fuck? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> with the subtitles. That's it. She, immediately, Zoe Bell has been, never been more popular than she is right now because of that one shot. Yeah. She's going to live on forever <laughs> as a meme. Yeah, but uh, Zoe Bell and a bunch of other ones start curb stomping her for no reason whatsoever. Uh, and then she goes into a seizure and Gabriel takes over. And Gabriel just just fucking just fucking destroys everybody, and so and we actually see the transformation, so we understand that she pulls this she's pulls open the back of her head, and Gabriel's face pops out. He looks a little bit like Jason after uh, after the end of um oh um, uh, two Jason takes Manhattan. No, Jason takes Manhattan. Oh, number eight, Jason eight. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting too. So you're so you're right. She parts her hair, and then the ba- the base, the or, back of her skull her opens scalp. up. Scalp. Scalp. So hair, like you don't know, her scalp. Well, well, she parts. Well, okay. So well, yeah. So well, I said she parts her hair and and opens up the base of her skull. I'm just saying, it's scalp. Okay, fine. I'm not gonna argue with you over this. (laughs) No, no, I'm just right. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Anyway, um, throughout the film, she keeps touching the back of her head, and it's still bleeding. And then you finally realize later. It's because she keeps opening the back of her skull, <laughs> right. and and because Gabriel is coming out to do all of these terrible things, and then it closes back up. But of course, with any open wound, it's still going to bleed a bit. Because throughout the film, because Scott and I were watching, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on with her head? It just keeps bleeding." Yeah. <laughs> so, and then you find yeah, out, you know, what, obvious... be, because of the jail scene, you find out why that keeps happening. Yeah, the film doesn't like spoil it for you or like give you so much that you know exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it, it drops enough crumbs that you get the gist and you're ready for the big reveal. And the big reveal does not disappoint. No. 
Definitely. Because because Gabriel, uh, for for just being like uh, a part of her brain, he fucking is a ma- martial arts expert. Uh, yeah. Holy if, shit! If he matrix styles the shit out of them, so it's like if if he, he if you can part, if you can think it, he could do it. There you go. Yeah. And so he just tears apart that fucking every single person. And I love the fact that Zoe Bell and another one keep pushing other people towards her. Yeah. <laughs> like, because ideally, if you think about it, if you look back and if you look at the scene, she, I, I don't think he would have killed anybody that wasn't attacking him. But anybody that wasn't attacking him, these other two just kept pushing towards him. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, I wasn't trying to kill everybody, but, you know... <laughs> You keep throwing them at me. Yeah, this, uh, this movie's got a high body count. Um, uh, yes. And uh, by the way, the cop who shoots at her deserves to die. Uh, well, you, w- wait a minute. Okay, all right, hang on. So he comes in. There's bodies everywhere. There's one person gouging the eyes out of somebody with another. And then as he, he opens fire the attacker picks the person up by their fucking eyeball skulls holes and, <laughs> and uses her as a shield as she runs towards them. How the fuck do you have your arm inside those prison bars? <laughs> no, 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 you did. That's it. That, that is the price for your stupidity. Death. <laughs> Death. You shall be no, dead. No. That's the only cop in that. As far as I know, as, to the best of my knowledge, that's the only cop in that scene that deserves to die. <laughs> Okay. for being that fucking stupid pretty uh, stupid yeah and so and then after that of course we're still on a, a police station so then uh the cop gets to the station and we have a big free-for-all with more gunshots and everybody gets killed except for uh, a couple cops except for a couple our, our, our three main cops survive the the but they get fucked up oh oh yeah yeah sliced open and, and yeah shot and sliced up to the point shit. of where they know where she he gabriel is going next and that because the um, once the the mother, uh, the tour guide, which turns out to be their mother, um, mm-hmm. falls through the attic, she's taken to the hospital. So Gabriel is now going to the hospital to kill the last person that he needs to, which is his mother, their mother. So they know that that's where he's going. And the, the cop, the, the male cop, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kiko Shaw. <laughs> um, Kikoa. I've, it's K E K O. Oh, all right. You know, I, 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 I'm sorry. Earlier, I called him Officer Lee. I got the names mixed up. So that was. A, he looks very similar to him. So I. So if you're listening to the previous stuff that I said, I'm full of shit. It's not Officer Lee. It was Kikoa Shaw. Kiko which Shaw. I forgot. It's actually a very unusual name, and I remember it from the film. But talking about it now, I'm an idiot. I forgot. Um, where th- that scene is, it's like you need to get to the hospital. You need to, because the his partner is like worse off, and she's like, yeah. "I'm gonna be fine, but I can't go. You need to go." And neither one of them show up. <laughs> neither one of them show up. Can I? Well, they're both fucked up. They're both also, fucked I, up. Here, here. So I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's a cut scene or anything, because they go through the trouble to tell you that he's gonna go to the hospital. And it never shows up. I don't know. It could, um, it could be a cutscene. It could be, or, or you know, backtrack. Despite, despite that, mm-hmm. see, now I forgot what I was going to say because you kept you 
get harping on that. Well, we're we're going to the oh, hospital with the mother, the tour guide. He's going to go kill her. Right. Oh, I wanted to pause briefly and, and mention my favorite. Since we're talking about this part where everything's revealed, uh, you mentioned the fact that she's adopted. Mm-hmm. I love when when they find out that the mother's still alive, and when we find out that's who it is, uh, because the their mother responds, "Motherfuckers told me she was <laughs> she was dead." <laughs> <laughs> I, it was such a natural it's like it's such a like a, a natural organic response to finding out that you were lied to by an organization i just right. and and also let me point out uh I, I gotta say one of the reasons this film succeeds a lot for me is because there's is some really competent acting even though some scenes are supposed to be a bit hammy overall very well performed i think so i think so you know what if anything i'd say my my biggest the only one that i'm like iffy on is the lead actress yeah um she not that she's not good in it she's it's a very hard role it is and i was she's not even she's doesn't have dark hair like that she's uh i think she's a strawberry blonde or dirty blonde um and she's british too so Mm. i'm trying to look at the other things oh she was in annabelle which is james wan produced and she was in x-men first class and Right. She was in the terrible remake or reboot of The Mummy with Tom Cruise, which uh, Universal was I like. I didn't mind that. Well, no, it it he got panned. Real failed universe. Uh, the monster universe, the the Universal, Universal Monster universe, yeah. Universal monsters, and I thought that, that would have been cool. I liked it. It got it was going to kick off Mar um, Universal uh, Monster Universe, and it got panned so bad that they just stopped. They'll probably yeah, try it again, but who knows? Silent Night is that? No, okay. I thought it was uh, like a Silent Night, Deadly Night, another horror movie, but it's not. It's something totally different. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I just wanted to get that out of the way because I, I really think um, I, I don't think the actors fail on any part of the film. Uh, I, the my my the weakest part of the film. I have two weak parts. Here's here's the first one. At the end of the whole cop uh, cop murder montage. Right. Right. When um when Gabriel like triumphantly climbs on top of the desk, and like stands there with those with the window behind him, and and then and then runs out the window. Oh. He does it forward. Oh, true. But the whole thing. And I know why they did it. I know why they did it because you want to see Gabriel in this shot because this is his moment. But we just spent the whole movie watching her close-eyed face on the back of his head while he's doing everything, right? Because that's how the body is. So if we're gonna go go through all of that backwards, why suddenly turn forwards and do this shot? I think they, they should have rethought the shot. I'm sorry. It's a, logically, it's it just sticks in my craw. I don't disagree uh, because. If they rethought the shot from that angle and he turned around to run backwards out, it probably wouldn't yeah. have looked good. They would have had to change the angle completely. They should have filmed it from outside. I don't know. Something. Anything. But it just, well, they should have just changed the angle so that you it's from his point of view again. The film, the film universe sets up a logic to the universe that states that whenever this character comes out, they, they use the body backwards and right. then all of a sudden they drop it for no reason at a climactic point just for a good shot. Again, it's it's a sin. It's a sin, but it's a minor one. Yeah, it's a little I'm not nitpick. trashing the whole film because of it. No. Um, 
So, so yeah. So Gabriel goes to the hospital, makes a security, makes a cop, sorry, not security guard, make a, makes a cop's pacemaker explode. <laughs> My Which, pacemaker. Ah. You, you remember? She's talking to him. He's like, oh, oh. She's like, what wrong? I was like, oh, here it comes. Well, I knew it was a pacemaker. Because yeah, my like, father has one, and I know, like, when it's bothering him in any way, like, he goes right to that area, and I'm like, that's a pacemaker. He's going to fuck with his pacemaker, right. and then he did. Okay. Outside of personal experience, though, you know what's happening when he mm-hmm. says that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So so he blows up the, the cop's pacemaker, starts slashing at Sydney because he's jealous of her because he's the sister, and he was, you know, blah, blah. You know, the whole sibling thing. Yep. And then um, goes in the room. He's, he's going to kill Sydney and the mother. But then um, Sydney drops the bombshell that Gabriel's the reason that Madison was having all those miscarriage, miscarriages. Right. Ma- uh, that Gabriel was actually feeding off of their nutrients to, to build strength up. And that's what was killing them. Yeah. Which makes complete so, sense. Yeah, yeah, I have no problem with that at all, um, and uh, I, I have no problem with the dead dead fetuses. That's fine. We're good. <laughs> but so then, uh, what happens is she this spurns her to action to fight back, and then we 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 truly get the sense of this whole. And they reveal like maybe a scene earlier too, that what we're dealing with is is a kind of um, it's basically a Fight Club situation, right? And and Gabriel is Tyler Durden, and whenever Gabriel goes out. Uh, Madison thinks she's like doing the laundry or brushing her teeth or something stupid. I look how you want to look. I fuck how you want to fuck. <laughs> exactly. I am everything that you are film. not. <laughs> yeah. Again, the, the, the film reminds you of other films. It's, it's not 100% original, but it is an original concept. And I think they pull it off well. I think that the, the special effects are fine. I do too. Um, everybody complains about the CGI blood, but you know what? At least we get more blood. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, um, it, it's it's okay. It's, it's so a here's horror my film. other second. Okay. I, I don't want to step on your toes. If it's, if it's no, no, no. I, w- I was just, I was just, just tagging on a little to what you said about the CGI blood. That's all. No, oh, why? What? Oh no, that I was fine with it as well. It's like stop complaining. Yeah. You I mean, know, it's like. Yeah, they, I mean, sometimes it looks really bad, and sometimes, you, but in this kind of situation, dude, <laughs> cut them some slack. They give us so much violence and choreography, and it, it just. It, I think the special effects are fine. I don't think there's any problem with them in this film. However, I was okay with it. When Madison and Gabriel finally meet in her mind, really, guys? <laughs> Black stage, eh. a prison door. Please tell me this was a reshoot last minute. I haven't done any research on it, but please tell me this is a last minute reshoot. Because, I mean, there's so much more that could have been done. To make, I mean, I know at that point you're just trying to end the fucking movie, but still, give us one, give us something better than that. Yeah, yeah, and you know I, what? I'm I'm looking at the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think it's little things like that, you know, other little nitpicky things, and they just pile on, and because the critic score is actually quite high for a horror film, and I think it gets to the like for the critics, they're like, you know what? Yeah, it had all these little things. Yeah, that wasn't perfect, but goddamn, it was a fun little horror movie. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, yeah, and again, I mean, James. Well, I still say James on with that opening sequence is like, is this what you want? Is this? What? No, I don't think. I didn't think so. All right, we're gonna act like adults now. Right. We're gonna watch a real film. 
<laughs> just, and the cinematography is great. There's a lot of sweeping shots, a lot of slow pans in, pans out. Uh, you know, great angles. I mean, he really knows a camera, uh, knows how to use a camera, and it, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. No, that's true. <clears throat> um, and that last shot. So after that whole sequence in the brain, she's hugging her sister. Everybody's happy. It's the end. Um, she's going to go to jail for life. But uh, uh, yeah. Um, well, what's to- funny? You're right because when she's talking to her sister, she's talking like, and um, you know, it's okay. I have control of of him now. And I'm like, yeah, you're getting 25 to life, probably triple, double. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he used to padded cells and <clears throat> and and regular visits to the uh, experimental group. <laughs> and when they make sequels uh, for this, because listen, uh, James Wan has made has produced sequels for. The Annabelle films, the Conjuring films, the Insidious movies. There's no way they're not making more of these. There's no way. Right. They're absolutely well, going to make at least two more of these. It'd be, if they do, I think it'll be interesting because I don't think... I mean, because they already revealed it, so what else are we going to do with it? I don't think they'll make more of these because the film is based on the reveal, uh, which I think is done very well, slowly, yeah. deliberately, and they don't wait till the last minute. I mean, we get it in the third act. You know, you know True. all right, now let's, now let's let As soon as we know who Gabriel is, we just let him loose. And he just goes on a fucking rampage. It's beautiful. Right. But that last shot where the camera pans back slowly from them hugging on the ho- on the hospital room floor, and it comes back in the upper right-hand, and on the right-hand corner close in the, the foreground, is it a lamp that's turned off? Oh. You didn't notice that? Um, No. Maybe. I, it's not. Ju- it didn't jump out at me. You lamp. watched it twice. I, oh. I, I, oh, I don't. Because yeah. the minute they, the minute that lamp comes in the foreground, I'm like, watching it. Because why else would you put that lamp in the foreground unless Gabriel was going to like light it up or something? Right. And it never does. <laughs> it goes to black. So that's. I think that's James Wan's way of saying, "Yeah, there's no fucking sequels. Relax." This is it. It's done. It's the one shot. But I mean, overall, I. I can see what people can compl- oh, oh, I want to address one complaint I've seen too. Apparently, uh, someone, someone, people have been bringing up the fact that um, Gabriel's supposed to be a conjoined twin, right? Right. Um, conjoined twins are always Siamese twins. Siamese twins are always the same sex. You cannot have a male and female Siamese twin. So, how would Gabriel and her happen? It's impossible. My first thing would be nothing's impossible, freaking nature, whatever. Second thing, though, uh, you saw all that Gabriel was was like an upper rib cage, right, and some arms, right? Right. Gabriel didn't have a dick. No, they're sharing Gabriel the same brain, no so sexual, they're sharing the same brain, and he had no sexual organs. Maybe Gabriel identified as a male. Oh, that's a really good point. The prodigal son, you know. Yeah, that's a really good observation. I like it. I thank you. Uh, I really do. I, I think it's a little nitpicky things like that that people are using to overlook that this film is actually a fun. I wouldn't say it's genius, but I would say it's very well done. Yeah, it had a great concept and they performed it well. Yes, I agree. So, needle pulling thread. What should we rate the film then? Uh, the film so, is currently at 6.3. So here, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 76% uh, percent review score for by critics, which is extremely mm-hmm. high for a horror film. 
Yes. That, that's very high for a horror film. Right. Um, so, again, uh, it, it, you know, critics probably had some nitpicky things, like what we're talking about. But they said, overall, this is a good horror film. This is a good little what? film. The audience score, on the other hand, they're a bunch of whiny little bitches. <laughs> they complain about everything. Instant gratification. All that shit. 52%. Now, listen. Well, there is another film called It Comes at Night, okay? Which is basically an art house horror movie, which relies like hev- right, heavily on the art house, very light on the horror. And the trailer, when we talked about it, and I'll mention it again now, really shows it as a completely different film than it actually is. The trailer shows it as a true blue horror film. Now, it's produced by the A24 movie company. A24 is known for doing for doing art house. No matter what you're watching, if you're watching a trailer and it says A24, expect it to never be as quick-paced or however the trailer is presented because it's A24. It's art house. So, the the critic scores for that movie are pretty much the same. Very high on the critic score, super low on the audience score. And I feel that this well, I, movie I think, is went in the same direction. Well, yeah, and I, I would say specifically because uh, you get certain films where the reason critics give it higher is not because they're snobs or anything, it's because they understand films. And so when you have a film that's actually using uh, techniques from other films and is uh, doing stuff that's a bit uh, um, artistic, yeah, if right. you want to say that, but it, there's a lot of film references in the film, and the film does a lot of things that films do. And these are things that film critics understand that films do right. that regular audiences don't because they're passive viewers. Nothing bad about it. They're just watching for fun. They're not actually, they don't give a shit about understanding anything. They just want it fed to them. And sometimes, and you need to un- and sometimes you need to understand things, though. Right. I'm saying that's not a bad thing as far as like if you're, you can choose whatever entertainment you want. You're watching it to enjoy and entertain yourself. So does not matter I, if it's I formative or... As far as the audience score goes, I think whether it be social media, whether it be watching, you know, 15 sequels for Freddy and Jason movies and Halloween and all that stuff, they're basically taught to... No, I'm not going to like this. It does all these things that, I, you know, I've been taught not to like because it it's either cheesy or... Uh, it does this, and I'm I'm just uh, you know what I, I I'm not gonna like it. Even our, our, even though our, that's our a culture, bad it's a bad way to do it. Our culture is steeped in a in, in a big sense of presentism, where we really are focused on the here and now, and don't really want to open up um, our scope to the past. Right. So everything is really what's happening now. What's the newest thing? What's you know? Give me some, so stuff like that. This this that that looks back to previous films there's a percentage of the of the population that's just not going to be into it because that's not what they're looking for they're just looking for you know yeah don't tell me about these last films give me the new one give me the next one it's yeah. just it, you know again it's not a bad thing just other people's people so, look for different things in art 6.4 and imdb i i would say that's a little low i would i would go a solid seven on this definitely a seven you know i, I wouldn't go higher either no i wouldn't go higher you know if you, you're going into the eights you're going into like mist, you know, the mist territory. Like the mist if, is like an eight or better. If you're a horror film, anything above seven, you better be fucking perfect. Yeah. Or fucking classic. Sure. Only like, two. That's it. Like the thing. 
1982, The Thing, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, probably the great. No, not probably the greatest horror film that's ever been made. Hands there, down. There's no no, no way anyone could. I will fight you. <laughs> I will fight you. So, All right, rated at seven stars. Perfect. So here's the big question: What are we watching next week? Now I think we should do another now, horror movie because we are in. Oh, definitely. We're 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 in the Halloween season now. Yes, 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 yes. So do we want to do we want to go something like super super new, like A Quiet Place Two or Don't Breathe Two, or do we want to do something like from the last year? Um, you know like, what? You know what since, horror since, movie since, that since I haven't big... seen? I haven't seen yet the. Um, Wolf on, of Snow Hollow. I haven't seen that yet. All right, hang on. But you asked me a question. I'm trying to get the answer. Oh, there. sorry. I, I feel like since our big the big concern was we're spending too long in the 70s. Uh huh. Let's just spend the month of October doing. I I would try to stick to at least the last couple of years. Okay. We don't have to, but no, let's, I, let's let's work from now. Well, backwards. maybe not the last you know, couple. Like let's maybe five, five five years. I'm open, but I want to, I, I do want to do some stuff that came out this year. I, I would, I would like to do at least one film that just came out. Uh, I know you've already seen Candyman. I have seen Candyman. We could do that if um, you want. Now we can do two films. Um, you've already seen Candyman. Let's do that as one of our films. Okay. Since you've already seen it, mm-hmm. so that way I'm not putting more on you. But let's do a second film as well. Two two movies in the same week, or. Yeah, let's do it like Oscar week, uh, Oscar month. Okay, I can do that. I want to. I, I, I think we need to. Uh, well, you know I, why? Because because you're going to be at my house in two weeks, so uh, we're going to obviously miss uh, one week of shows. So to do two two episodes in one night will it'll fill the gap for the week that we're going to miss. Who knows? Maybe I'll record while I'm there. Oh, that would be a treat. Wouldn't it? What? So um, let's keep treat. that in the back of our heads. All right. But all right. So so Candyman's the first one, and that's a really recent film. So I'm open to your suggestions on what the second horror film should be. Well, at the top and of my since head, you've seen Candyman, it should it should be a film you haven't seen. Well, I haven't seen The Wolf of Snow Hollow, but I think you have. I have. So we can do that if you want. I don't. It just means we each have to watch one film. That's, that's not, I don't care. I, if, uh, it's a great film. I think you should watch it. So if you want to do that, let's review. Let's do Candyman and the the Wolf of Snow Hollow next let's, week. Let's do that then. Perfect. Perfect. I've seen one. Now, you've seen one, and one of us haven't seen uh, either. Now I'm still holding you up or, to the but, Halloween challenge, though. <laughs> well, I'm uh, gonna start posting the uh, the Halloween movie posters either tonight or first thing tomorrow morning to kick that off. All right. Tomorrow, October first. I have my list too. Who watches, that's who watches my, the most horror films? That's that's my list right there. Of what? Of all thirty-one days. I ha- I already have the oh. movies that I've picked. That the poster that I'm going to be putting up on on each day, October first through the thirty-first. Got them all. My goal is a minimum of two horror films a day. Oh dear God! Th- th- you already won. <laughs> You've already well, won. There's again, no, there's no my, way I my, can do that. My goal was, my goal was one horror film a day last year, and I stopped after like day twelve. Well, here's the thing, so and and not to take panic. anything, not to take anything away from you, uh, and I'm happy you work from home, but I don't. <laughs> I know, and you have two kids. 
Uh, oh, you have two. You have two little kids. I have two grown kids who do my work for me. So yeah, we're totally different situations. <laughs> yeah. So you want to do two a day? I'm already forfeiting. I'm. It just. I. It, you've won. <laughs> like you won last year. Um. What, how many movies did you end up watching? Twelve, fifteen, something like that. I, I after the first week and a half, I kind of petered out. But yeah, like it was in the teens. Yeah, I think I I know I hit I hit double digits, but I think it was ten. Like I hit ten horror movies, but it wasn't like well, I, you 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 challenged me, and I'm like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch this anyway, and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch another one. <laughs> I can't. I gotta get up tomorrow morning. I gotta go to work. So right, we'll try to keep it. We'll try to keep it alive, though. All right. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna watch a ton of horror movies uh, in Good. October. I absolutely am, and we're gonna watch horror movies when you get here. I oh yeah. You know that's happening. Oh, that's happening. Oh, yeah. I've got yes. four. T- I have four TVs in this house. People can go watch shit anywhere they want. You and I are watching horror movies on one of them. If they want to join us, more than welcome. Definitely. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm good. We're good. Next week, Candyman and the Wolf of Snow Wolf, Hollow. Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yes. All right, everybody. Uh, as always, thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Movie Sucktastic, episode 354, uh, where we were just reviewed *Malignant*, the James Wan horror film. Uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com, and you can listen or download the show there. You can also go to our iTunes, uh, iTunes.com slash MovieSucktastic, I believe. And you can listen or download the show there as well. You can go to our Facebook page at MovieSucktastic.com slash MovieSucktastic. Oh, my God. You're distracted. That was so weird. <laughs> Facebook.com slash MovieSucktastic. You can, uh, you can leave us email, themovieguys at MovieSucktastic.com. We just got an email from Twitter today. I got that notification. <laughs> the the Twitter emailed the movie guys at moviesucktastic.com and it was like, "Hey, you guys trying to log in?" So I emailed Scott and he's like, "Uh, yeah, yeah." Thankfully, he was because you don't want ever want to get hacked. Uh, you could also leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. And uh, you can download the uh, Movie Sucktastic app for your Android uh, device. You can go to moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk or download your favorite podcast player and just do a search for Movie Sucktastic. We come right up. Mr. Wilson, do you have any words of wisdom? You're just staring at me. Is the music too loud? I feel like the music's too loud. Here, how's that? Is that better? Yes. Okay, sorry. Somebody messed with the volume. I'm going to blame it on my children. Even though they don't know where this is. Uh, do you have any words of wisdom? Time to cut out this cancer. <laughs> and with that, oh boy. <laughs> with that, we will talk to you next week. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> wow. Here, I got you one. There you go. All right, everyone. Bye-bye.